you must close the gap on time and start making decisions quicker in order to achieve that larger payday in the same amount of time that you achieve the smaller payday. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club, compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. Number 11 in the 30 major causes of failure, lack of controlled sexual urge. Hill says, sex energy is the most powerful of all the stimuli which move people into action. Because it is the most powerful of the emotions, it must be controlled through transmutation and converted into other channels. Now, there's a whole chapter on this that we'll get to, so stay tuned for that. But for now, think of the person who is sex obsessed. Think of where that energy is going. Is it going to creating your business? Is it going to achieving your goals? Or is it just going towards releasing that sexual energy? Now, sex is a beautiful and wonderful thing. We are not knocking sex. It's hugely pleasurable. And it's and if you are suppressing your sexual energy, Hill doesn't talk about that, but that is also an issue for success. You need to have a healthy sexual life, quite frankly. It's part of being a fully expressed human being in this world, but it often becomes uh, dysfunctional. That doesn't make you a wrong or bad human being, but you just want to look at that. And instead, you want to have a healthy sex drive. You want to really enjoy sex and and want it and, and uh, receive pleasure from it and give um, be be um, desirous of giving pleasure through sex as well. And during the day, while you're in work mode, it must be converted through transmutation, through a, a shift in energy and converted to other channels. So you can keep that sexual energy moving throughout your your being. Sexual energy is creative energy. If you join the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass, that's something that I teach quite a bit and I'm excited uh, for you if you're interested in that. It's it's part of the, the process for stepping forward powerfully as a woman in in life and business and your career, something that I didn't learn until very late in life, how powerful that was. And I had to really claim it. So once you claim it, then you also need to channel that energy and you're going to want to do that on the daily. You want to stay tapped into the energy and channeling it to your purpose. It is life force energy. Next up in the list of 30 major causes of failure is the uncontrolled desire for something for nothing. This is number 12. Hill says, the gambling instinct drives millions of people to failure. Evidence of this may be found in a study of the Wall Street crash of 29, during which millions of people tried to make money by gambling on stock margins. 
Okay, so let's talk about this. The idea that you can receive something for nothing is a, a false belief. It's a lie. It's a story. The first law of receiving is giving. Now, the, you may not always give the equivalent financially for what you receive. How would you keep increasing your income if, if what you were giving out was exactly what you were bringing in? And what you give, you must give something in order to receive more. You can give your love, you can give your attention, you can give your inspiration, you can give how you solve problems. In business, we, we solve problems for people. You must give something in order to receive more. And if you think that you can receive something for nothing, you will not earn at your potential. So how can you give more in your business? Now, don't mean to put you in overdrive in terms of um, uh, overwhelm, not overdrive. Overdrive is fine. You can, you can drive hard and still be very, very happy and content and in flow. But how? I, I don't mean that you have to give more time or give more money. You have to give more value, okay? That is what you need to give in order to receive more. And if it's an uncontrolled desire, so it's not just just a little bit of a desire, but it's an uncontrolled desire, then it's going to cause you harm. Now, there's some people who love buying lottery tickets. It's fun. It's a game for them. Or they like going occasionally um, to Las Vegas because it's a fun short-term experience, but they're not addicted to it. Or, you know, there's some greats out there who have loved gambling. They, they, they just have this competitive nature and they want to gamble on everything. Michael Jordan is one of those folks. He, he talks about, you know, making bets on just about everything. But he gave so much in the process of making those bets, but also when he was out there doing his thing and it wasn't holding him back. He still stayed like completely giving at beyond his best every night, meaning he bettered his best every night. He he had that as a value statement. Um, so you don't want to cut out the pleasures in your life if, if you're someone who likes to gamble. But if it's uncontrolled and if it doesn't sync up with giving something of huge value, it can be very dysfunctional and it can hold you back and it can cause you to lose everything in your business. If you are, you know, gambling in your business and, you know, trying to, you know, drive a sharp bargain in a, in a contracting negotiation or how you're buying a, co a company or, or something like that, that needs to be brought to the forefront in your thinking. And you must remember, am I gambling here? Is this an uncontrolled desire for something for nothing? That, that is unacceptable. Okay, and it's going to lead to failure. Okay, so look at where you may be unconsciously until this point doing that. And if you find any places, clean those up and move on adding value every day to the people that you serve in your life and your business. We are on number 13 of the 30 major causes of failure in the chapter on organized planning. Number 13 says, lack of a well-defined power of decision. 
If you've been following me for any period of time, you know that I speak about making quick decisions as one of the keys to success. So the opposite of that is a lack of well-defined power of decision. Hill goes on to say, men, or in our case, women, who succeed reach decisions promptly and change them, if at all, very slowly. Men who fail, or women, reach decisions, if at all, very slowly and change them frequently and quickly. Indecision and procrastination are twin brothers. Where one is found, the other may usually be found also. Kill off this pair before they completely hogtie you to the treadmill of failure. I love that expression, treadmill of failure, because that is what it is. It's consistently achieving below your potential. You're on that treadmill if you're hogtied by procrastination and indecision. So you must make quick decisions. Let's talk about why that's so important. Let's say you have set a goal of making $100,000 this year. Whatever your goal, if you're someone who's already making more than that and your goal is a million dollars this year, or if you're someone who's already making that and your goal is 2 million or 3 million or 10 million, whatever it is, you have a goal. Let's use 100K. And you want to do that in a year. But last year, you made 50K. That's your norm. That's how quickly you move and achieve things. You must close the gap on time and start making decisions quicker in order to achieve that larger payday in, a sh- in the, sh- the same amount of time that you achieve the smaller payday. So let's break this down. If, if you take a month to make a decision or a month to get a task done because you're in indecision or a project done because you're in indecision, and you are able to close the gap on time and start making decisions faster and do that say in two weeks or one week or one day or 30 minutes, you will achieve your goal that much faster because your goal is made up of achieving a number of move the needle actions. So we're not talking about doing this with busy work, we're talking about doing this with the work that actually scales your life and business. So this is a practice and you can get better and better at it. Right now, if you're challenged by indecision, if you're challenged by procrastination, you are in a habit of overthinking and analysis paralysis and procrastination and putting things off. You must build a new habit and that's going to require that you push yourself every time you see yourself not making a decision, to go ahead and make the decision right then and there. Make the decision, make the decision, make the decision. Be a quick decider. This is so essential. And it requires that you have the willingness to make a mistake and risk experiencing the ramifications of that. It's absolutely essential. Okay, with that, Figure out what decision you have to make today and go make it right now. Take action on that immediately. 
We're going to take a quick pause in the teaching to tell you about the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, a powerful way to scale up and create consistent cash flow in your life and your business. And we'll come right back to the teaching in less than 30 seconds. The summit is a three-day virtual event designed to help you break through your subconscious blocks that keep you playing small and not consistently making the money you desire or achieving any of your big goals. This is what I had to do when I made my big quantum leap, going from making 138 to 700K in one year, then crossing the seven-figure mark. It's time for you to do the same no matter what stage you're at. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit for all the details. And now back to the teaching. Next up is number 14 of the 30 major causes of failure. And this one is in reference to a complete chapter later on in Think and Grow Rich. That's chapter 15, how to outwit the six ghosts of fear. And Hill says here, number 14 is one or more of the six basic fears. These fears have been analyzed for you in a later chapter, which I just referenced. They must be mastered before you can market your services effectively. That's the key sentence here that you need to pay attention to. They must be mastered before you can market your services effectively. And I would say sell your services effectively as well. This is what keeps people from visibility, putting yourself out there, playing a bigger game. So let's just give you a heads up on what these big fears are, these six basic fears uh, that Hill outlines in chapter 15. They are the fear of poverty, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, the fear of loss of love of someone, so that's rejection, being alone, the fear of old age, and the fear of death, okay? These are the six basic fears. So for today, just ask yourself, are what are you afraid of? And are the things that you're afraid of, do they, do they boil down to one of these six basic fears? Poverty, criticism, ill health, loss of love of someone, old age, and death. Just identify where your biggest fears lay. Next up is number 15 in the 30 major causes of failure. Number 15 is wrong selection of a mate in marriage. This is a big one, guys. Hill says, this is a most common cause of failure. The relationship of marriage brings people intimately into contact. Unless this relationship is harmonious, failure is likely to follow. Moreover, it will be a form of failure that is marked by misery and unhappiness, destroying all signs of ambition. There's so much to say about this. So, so very much to say about this. It's a big deal. Fundamentally, you are impacted by your environment. What is in your environment? Now that can be your home environment, that can be your work environment, that can be where you spend your downtime, your social time. And in this case, we're talking about the people within the environment. So not just, you know, what your 
home looks like, whether it's beautiful, orderly, um, clean, clear, and uplifting for you. But we're talking about whether the people who you live with, the people with whom you spend the most amount of time with are going to lift you up and help you be your best self or whether they are going to hinder that, whether consciously, subconsciously, or unconsciously. Sometimes it is a conscious conflict. Sometimes it is a conscious um, getting in the way of your growth. But most of the time, there is an attitude that someone has that is an that is an expression of their beliefs about how the world works that is based in scarcity thinking not enough we're going to run out we can't trust anyone we can't trust life we have to hunker down defend ourselves be in conflict all of that that causes the, the, the other person who is going for growth, who's going for expansion, who's going for more to retract. And that person generally retracts because they fear the loss of security. So yesterday we spoke about the fear of losing love. And that's a big part of this. The fear of if I go out on my own, if I step forward and have this attitude of growth, this attitude of inspiration, this attitude that the the universe is conspiring to support me, this attitude that I can achieve what I want to achieve, that it is possible, that I can do it, that, that if we actually take action on the inspiration that comes to us from that attitude, that the person that we are married to will be upset and it will cause conflict and ultimately separation, divorce, aloneness, loss, all of that. And it comes up in very insidious ways. Fundamentally, or I should say, in large part, it comes up around money. When one person wants to invest in themselves or spend money for expansion and growth, in their lives and the other person is afraid and is in scarcity and fear and that when there isn't enough money as a mindset that that holds the person back who's the entrepreneur who's the one that's going for it the one who's willing to take risks and expand so this is really important and people's energy and internal thinking can be transmitted to others. And the person with the most certainty, with the most powerful thinking, is going to set the tone in the the relationship, in the marriage, in the household. So you've got to really pay attention to this. And there are some key ways that you can shift the dynamic in in marriage, in relationships, but you have to do it very, very consciously. For today, what I want you to look at is an honest, honest assessment of your relationship. If you are not in a relationship, you're going to want to look at your relationships with your friends and your family. 
But if you are in a primary relationship with a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, some sort of partnership, you, you want to take an honest assessment of where you're at and see, is this the right person for me? We are on number 16 of the 30 major causes of failure. Number 16 is over-caution. The person who takes no chances generally has to take whatever is left when others are through choosing. Over-caution is as bad as under-caution. Both are extremes to be guarded against. Life itself is filled with the element of chance. So what is over-caution? It's timidity. It's analysis paralysis. It's getting ready to get ready to get ready. It's taking another training or going to get the next degree or certification before you do your thing. It is waiting on someone else, waiting on your family, waiting on the kids to be grown, waiting on something to do the thing that you really want to do. It's holding back. And if you end up over-cautious, what ends up happening is your life goes past you. It goes by. First a week, first a day, first a week, excuse me, first a day, then a week, then a month, then a year, then five years, then 10 years, then 20 years, then your whole friggin' life. And you look back and you think, I let it go past me. I filled it with the little stuff. I filled it with the little grains of sand instead of doing those big things that I wanted to get done. That is a life of regret and you do not want that. So you must, you must take action and you must take action quickly. Yes, Hill says here under caution is as bad. But you will be surprised, you would be surprised how fast you can make a decision and have it be a good decision, okay? It's a practice. You can get faster and faster at it and you can make quick decisions without it being under caution because you have built up the experience to know how to make these kinds of decisions. But it starts by making the decision that's right in front of you quicker and quicker. Now there's one last thing that I want to share here. He ends number 16 by saying life itself is filled with the element of chance. Now I have a strong statement here that there is no such thing as light, excuse me, there is no such thing as luck and we don't live in a random universe. We live in an ordered universe. So how does that line up with Hill saying life itself is filled with the element of chance? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you don't know what the right order is. Sometimes you are ignorant. Sometimes you don't know what the right decision is. Sometimes you are ignorant. But the universe works by cause and effect. It is ordered. And we often see the order after we've made the decision with 2020 hindsight. But you cannot know what the order is until you make the decision and move forward. So will you be able to have certainty before you make decisions? No, that's the rub. 
Will you able, will you be able to look back and go, oh, that's why this happened. That's the cause. Now I'm no longer ignorant. Yes, you'll be able to do that. And the best part of this is that you can take it into your future decisions. You now have those data points. So for today, ask yourself, are you being overcautious? Where could you be a little less cautious in your life? We are on number 17 of the 30 major causes of failure. Number 17 is wrong selection of associates in business. Hill says, this is one of the most common causes of failure in business. In marketing personal services, one should use great care to select an employer who will be an inspiration and who is himself intelligent and successful. We emulate those with whom we associate most closely. Pick an employer who is worth emulating. There's so much in here. Now we're going to go beyond just picking an employer because if you are in business for yourself, you are picking people who work for you. You will be picking your partners in business, your colleagues, your networking associates, your referral partners, your mastermind sisters. You know, I I hold this mastermind every year. It's so important to be part of a group of people who are like-minded, going for growth, bringing their intelligence to the conversation, having that entrepreneurial spirit, because so often we're not associated with that type of woman. Okay, we associate with people who might be our friends from childhood, but might not be going for it in the this world. We might be associating with the women that we've met through our kids' school or after school activities, but they might not have that same growth mindset. So you must associate yourself in your business in everything to do with your business, with people who have a growth mindset, who have high integrity, which ha- who have inspiration, who have a can-do attitude, who really go for more in their lives. And disassociate yourself with those who have a negative attitude and have a limited perspective on how to see events and opportunities. So this is true for all your, all types of business associates. Okay, so today's thinking assignment is to look at your business associates and put them in a list, write them down really quickly and ask yourself little truth question here. Are they someone I want to associate with? Are they... Do they have the growth mindset, the great attitude, the, the results-driven mindset, perspective that I have, that I'm going for? And do this with all aspects, your employers, your, your employees, your business associates, your networking associates, your referral partners, uh, your partners in your business, um, everyone, your, the contractors that you hire, everyone that, that you associate with, including your mastermind, hopefully you're in one. 
For the bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to number 13 of the 30 major causes of failure. And number 13 says, a lack of well-defined power of decision. Decision, making quick decisions especially, is one of the key, key aspects of closing the gap on time, achieving your goals quicker than you ever thought possible, and breaking through your own self-created limitations. So decision is a powerful manifesting force. It is so powerful. And here's how it works. When you decide, when you say, I, I'm in, I decide, I'm doing this, it is an act of faith. The universe, God, spirit, source, the universe, infinite intelligence, all the energy that is, responds to that level of decision says, okay, you want this and starts organizing the world to meet that. Now that does not mean that you don't have to do anything. You do have to do things. You do have to take action, but your energy will be aligned with the result that you want. And it's an act of faith. It's saying, I am doing this, even though right now I haven't seen the results, even though right now I don't have proof that it's going to to work, that I'm going to be successful, that I won't be disappointed, that I won't it won't be a failure or that I won't fail. You say yes even before you see the results. And it's in that believing in the unseen, the not yet manifested that the power comes forward and meets you. So it's such a powerful manifesting tool. And I don't mean that in a woo-woo way. It is just the truth in terms of how the energy of the universe is ordered. When you are unclear, when you're going in a thousand and one different directions, if you don't step forward and say, I am doing this, then the universe will not organize the ways and the means for that to happen on your behalf, because it doesn't actually know that you're in, that you're going to do the work along that line, on that journey on your path. Most people say something completely different. They say, they do, they believe, they act in a completely different way. They say, I'll do it. I'll make that decision when I have proof that I won't get hurt, that it's not the wrong decision, that I'll be successful, that it's all going to work out as I expect it to. Well, guess what? You'll never have that proof in advance. It doesn't happen that way. And it keeps you trapped at the same level. So you need to make powerful decisions for for yourself. So what kinds of decisions work for this? Well, clearly desires, goals, setting those clearly for yourself are big aspects to this. I just asked a client who was struggling slightly with sales. She was going through a little bit of a sales slump after we did some coaching on her sales technique. I asked her, how much do you want to make this week? And she got an instant answer. And she let me know like half an hour, 45 minutes later that she had made 25% of that in one phone call. Boom, done. She almost closed 10K on that phone call, but she got a little wobbly with it but she's going to go back and close it now just as an FYI. 
Okay. So desires, goals, statements, I am going to do this. This is what's happening. And believing with utter confidence that that's going to happen, not going into that denial phase of doubt and undermining your own self-confidence. Another way of making a decision that's powerful for, for manifestation that is a true act of faith is in the act of investing, investing in yourself, investing in your business. So acts of investing are acts of faith. And that looks like buying the ticket, signing the contract, putting the deposit down. Putting some money in the game is a great way to say, I'm committed. I'm all in. I've decided I'm doing this come hell or high water. If you're not willing to invest, then you're not convinced that you can trust yourself. You actually do not have the level of belief and faith that you need to execute. So many times have I put the investment down before I actually knew if I was capable. I became capable through the act of doing the thing. And of course, my investment then paid for itself, you know, many, many, many times over. But that act of investing was it was a level of commitment. And again, the universe conspires to help you. Does, does it conspire with rainbows and unicorns and, and roses and all sorts of nice things? Sometimes, sometimes it's super beautiful, but sometimes it conspires in saying, okay, you want that? Here's your next growth step. This is where you need to grow. And that comes in the form of a circumstance or an event that doesn't look all, you know, peaches and cream. But you have to grow into that to become the person who receives at that next high level. Okay. So otherwise, this, if you're in indecision, you are actually saying that you don't have faith in yourself and you don't trust the universe. Think about that. Okay. With that, I'm Amira Alvarez. Have an amazing day. Rock it out and be unstoppable. Hey, are you loving this material? We'd love to know. Join our Be Unstoppable Facebook group where we go live answering your questions and sharing even more material to help you step forward powerfully in your business and your life. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash Facebook group. When you get there, leave us a comment or ask us a question. We'd love to hear from you. See you in the group and rock it out and be unstoppable. Let's go.